Today on The Good Word, we're wondering about the word common. Sometimes it can seem to mean everyday or ordinary, as in common practice, or the lower class being called commoners. But my favorite definition of common is one of the meanings in Scripture. After Jesus had ascended to heaven after his resurrection, the gift of the Holy Spirit came upon his followers. And what was the result? In Acts chapter 4, we're told, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul, neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them, and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. It was the same for the people of the Book of Mormon after Jesus had visited and taught them as well. Chapter 26 of 3 Nephi tells it this way, And it came to pass that the disciples whom Jesus had chosen began from that time forth to baptize, and as many as were baptized in the name of Jesus were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they taught, and did minister one to another, and they had all things common among them, every man dealing justly one with another. And it came to pass that they did do all things even as Jesus had commanded them. The phrase in both New Testament and Book of Mormon is the same. They had all things common among them. Can you imagine how that would change the world today if we, as churches or communities, nations, had all things common among us, truly there would be no poor, and each person would have enough to meet their needs. So I've wondered what made it possible for these people who were taught by Jesus to live in such love and care for one another. First, of course, they had Jesus there with them, and they did not just believe, but they knew he was real, and there was a life after this life. But second, I noticed in both cases, after Jesus leaves them, they are not left alone, but they're baptized and receive the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit. That influence seems to be what changes their hearts from the natural human instinct to be sure you get what you need or want, and even hoard it up just to be sure you never run out, to being people willing to accept only what they need in the present moment, and to be sure others have what they need as well. Is that possible in this day and age? Of course it is. In fact, there are communities of Christians living exactly this way in Bruderhof communities, in many Mennonite and Amish communities, and others as well. Whether or not we join with others to live in community with all things common, one thing is for sure. We can adopt that attitude, the one given by the Holy Spirit, that each person's welfare is just as important to us as our own. Isn't that what Jesus said was the second great commandment after loving the Lord our God? To love our neighbor as ourselves, to love each other as he loved us. And that's the good word.